0: You're listening to the Black Career Guide podcast. Welcome to the Black Career Guide. Um, today I'm joined by Fiona and um, before Fiona introduces herself, I want to put a caveat out there that this is like, I'm so privileged to have her on the podcast. Um, she's not only a very successful uh, woman, um, she's also one of my best best friends in the whole world and I'm so I feel really privileged to have you on here
1: Uh, Do you want to
0: introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, you are so sweet. You are so sweet. No, you're one of my favourite people as well. But yeah, you have to Um, say that. I actually don't. You know, it's true. You know, it's true. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited about this and just everything that you're putting out there to help us black professionals, you know, um, to just soar in the in the workplace, whether that's in the corporate world or in the non corporate world. So, yes, I am Fiona Colladay, as you've said, I am a UK-born Nigerian, whoop, whoop, and Ooh. a wife and a mummy, and I am a full-time influencer and digital entrepreneur, and I'll break, okay. I'll, I'll break that down a little yes, bit. Yes, please, yeah,
0: <laughs> let's start with the influencer bit, okay? because um, no one's ever really defined, no one ever really defines what that means, so mm. what, what does that mean?
1: I think, in a nutshell, it is a mixture of two things. It's someone that intentionally creates content and shares content with the world to help people, knowing that it can bring about opportunities to work with brands that are, you know, who are happy to to pay you to be in front of, to to, to use their products to to place in front of your audience, oh. as well as just be on stages where you are speaking to groups of people that you can serve and that you can help
0: no mm. oh, thank you that was a very good summary oh lovely and the second half of your job is
1: digital entrepreneur so i help fellow influencers as well as infopreneurs so women who maybe aren't particularly interested in working with brands but who you know serve on their platform and share a lot of how-to content trying to help people to overcome their problems and essentially get the result they desire so I help these two groups of women to monetize their online presence in the form of creating their own digital offers and more specifically online courses so paid online courses
0: Wow! Yeah. Wow. What was that? What was that word for that second
1: group again? Infopreneurs. Infopreneurs. That, did you make that up? No, no. It's actually a. Market? It's no. Oh, it's oh can, I, can I? claim it? No, I wish. I wish. No, <laughs> I, had, I didn't. make it up.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let's talk a little bit about your work as an influencer. Um, because that's really where your journey started, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what What was that journey? What was that journey you took? to become an influencer what does that look like what did that
1: look like okay so it it was a really organic journey and this is a story for a lot of people I mean maybe less so now because then there really wasn't scope for monetization back when I started it was you have a hobby you're passionate about and there's YouTube and there's Instagram let me just talk about it and share Mm. And maybe there were opportunities then to maybe receive a like, free hair product or something and, you know, mm-hmm. talk about it. But monetization, I don't even think when we started that YouTube were really even kind of paying you for your content. Mm-hmm. So that's just to give some, wow. some um, context as to what it was then, what, what it was like back then. So the journey started, I started off as a hair blogger. Um, I met someone that came to live with us for a year. One of my, I met someone, <laughs> one of my sister's <laughs> friends came to live with us for a year and really just opened my eyes to my hair growth and hair health potential. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been able to grow my hair past certain lengths. I mean, my hair was long in some people's opinions, but I knew I wanted it to be more. Um, and it hadn't I hadn't been able to grow it beyond a certain length and so she opened me up to this world and I started a healthy hair journey based on all of the information I'd learned from the forum forums that she had introduced me to on how to grow your hair to lengths that back then were just pretty much unheard of in my social circle so mm-hmm. I just organically started to share my journey not knowing that there really was this kind of uprisal of the natural hair movement and mm-hmm. I guess pretty much became one of the UK pioneers of the natural hair movement without really knowing it started off relaxed and then transitioned to natural and there really was just an uproar of content around this journey so yeah there was so
0: um and that that was um your journey as love your tresses, right oh yeah old
1: school old school
0: (laughs) um and so um whilst you were doing that so you uh you were still working right yes I was was your work life how did you balance that out and can you talk to us because uh I should say that I know this but everyone else doesn't that then you transitioned to
1: full-time so how did you how did you make that transition okay so to summarize it in kind of a shorter version as possible it started off as a hobby and then opportunities you know the market was picking up technology was advancing and opportunities just kept, kept coming my way and the first opportunity yeah. was to speak with a group of fellow naturals at an event we were paid for it and then YouTube monetization came about and so you know there was just this there was just a really pick up in the pace of people being paid to be quote-unquote bloggers and influencers so I did try to I left my my full-time corporate job and you know this (laughs) to try and do it full-time based on the knowledge I had and that was a a horrible it was a wonderful experience because I learned a lot from it and I'm glad it was part of this journey because you know it makes the journey sweet but I definitely was not prepared for um, the journey because what I thought it would take to monetize what I needed to to you know make sure that I had my monthly contribution (laughs) was not what I was earning and I I guess I kind of just thought it was easier than than it really was so went back to work with a different kind of hat on you know ready to really learn what it would take to be able to make the four figures I needed to make that my corporate job was paying and mm-hmm. yeah, just I just put more work in, to be honest. like I was studying the industry, the market, and also showing up and letting people know like, "Hey, I exist. I've got good quality content. I was investing in different technology like you know, I like um cameras, I'm just really doing my mm-hmm. best to invest in my craft. And eventually, wow. the more you you know work hard and put yourself out there, the more people become aware of who you are, and opportunities kept mm-hmm. coming. And eventually, just from there till now, it's really become I mean I technically could happily live on influencer earnings I choose not to because of nuances wow. I don't decide to you know would, would probably be a whole different podcast conversation all <laughs> in all but I also just clued up to the fact that the market really is sophisticated and that if I wanted that sustainable and predictable income I needed to make yeah. money on my own terms, not be bound into yeah. any contracts with brands um, with 90 day payouts um, and, you know, just kind of be be hustling for money. I wanted to be in control mm. of my earnings. So that's what led me to mm. turning my expertise into an online course or a couple of online courses and programs.
0: Wow. OK, so before we get into the digital entrepreneurship side, um, I know you don't let, let's not make the podcast just about the influencing, <laughs> but um, you know, for anybody who's out there who's thinking about starting to become an influencer, mm. um, and you know, maybe is having some of the struggles that you've spoken about a lot on your platform around, um, you know, gifting, for instance, mm. instead of payment and all of that kind of stuff. What kind of advice would you give them in in order to transition to the sort of mindset that you're in, whereby you're um, you're thinking about making money on your own
1: terms? what advice would they, I give them to move from just being influencers to making a more sustainable? Yeah. Okay. No, so, no, that's I yeah, just wanted to, I'd always like to...
0: Or sustain it, or perhaps, let me rephrase it, what advice would you give to somebody who's working, you know, maybe as a part-time influencer, making change here and there, um, to stepping up their game to the point where, as you said, you could live off of your influencer money, but you choose not to. Okay. They just
1: want to be in that place oh that's a really good question so I would say that it's really about becoming an authority in your niche and becoming the go-to it's and maybe
0: having a niche oh
1: 100 100 percent. I mean I'd like to hope and think that that's a given but it's you know what sets you apart oftentimes where a lot of I find a lot of people are chasing to become like somebody and therefore they miss out on the uniqueness of being themselves and their unique quirks wow. that can actually set them apart, even in the same industry. Take hair, for example, like, but what actually is unique to you about your journey and about your character yeah. that you can speak to? What's your unique voice? What's your, your your unique take on things? You know, be polarizing, be different. Don't follow the status quo. Um, and wow. I think also that and the biggest thing for me is It's just important to know that if if brands are reaching out to you and they're willing to pay you, then you have something that you can monetize because it means that Mm -hmm. a brand sees that you're able to move your audience to take action. You have an audience who like, you know, listens to your advice, acts on your advice and therefore buys these brands products. And so use that power that you have to give your audience something that can really help them. That is your own right it's like you you know you could be a fashion blogger brands are paying you to feature their clothes but your audience are actually coming to you because they you you know how to teach them how to dress well you know how to help them Uh feel more confident you know how to help them overcome some of their confidence issues and the issues they may be facing why not package that into a course like from start to Mm -hmm. finish that teaches them how to really just look look amazing feel amazing and do the things that you know really will transform their lives so wow. yeah, that's my take on it. It's yeah, show up as more of an authority in your space. And that's, that requires yeah. you to lean into who you are. That will by itself mm. differentiate you and make you different from everyone else and hopefully stand up more to brands. And just also don't sleep on yourself. Think of ways to monetize mm. on your own terms. And of course, is the best way, best way to do that because you don't just give someone a small, you know, low ticket offer that only helps them achieve something small, but you provide them with a full, experience that can actually impact and transform their lives. It's a win-win for you and it's a win-win for them. Wow, that's really interesting. So let's
0: let's talk about um your transition from um just full time in no wait from uh influencer to uh digital entrepreneur how how and when did that happen what did that look so like? so
1: technically how and when did that happen so full-time i think is the key thing because i've been in entrepreneurship for a while because obviously once once you start getting paid by youtube or brands you need to let the tax man know right so yeah, yeah, yeah entrepreneurship has actually just come up to a just over a year full-time mm. and the transition was it was a decision post maternity leave to just go at it just go all in because what was happening Mm. was I was at a stage in my journey as an influencer where I kept getting questions how are you doing this how are you working with brands how 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 and I'd give people little pieces of information and they keep coming back And that's because you show them how to do one piece, but there's obviously more to the journey, right? You might've shown them how Mm -hmm. to pitch, but what now when the brand accepts your pitch and you're now signing the contract Mm -hmm. and what now when, you know, the next piece and the next piece. And so I just decided that this is time for me to package this. Like I've been doing this for too long and really what is there to lose? What is there to lose? The investment is, it's minuscule in comparison to what you could have available. Right. It's like the money that you could be making, that investment in just going for it, it really won't cost you anything when you think about it. And I thank God that that's actually yeah. the case. It's the case that I experienced. It's the case for my clients. It's like there is nothing to lose out here. Maybe your emotions or your feelings here and there, but <laughs> yeah, besides you that, your feelings like, <laughs> really when the going gets tough, does that really matter? No, would you rather have the four figures that you made because you decided to bet on yourself? Most of the times the answer to that is yes. So It was that decision post maternity leave to just put it, go for it. Fortunately, I also have a model in place whereby I don't create up front. I don't like I I never would advise someone to put all their eggs into one basket, spend all of this time and effort into creating a course and then potentially launching to crickets. And so my business model is not one that goes down that route. So I was always protected and buffered. And so I went all in, I put my course together. I I'd invested over the years in understanding really the, the, the kind of pieces of the marketing puzzle that compel people to buy. Right. That not just all the nice how to content, but the compelling marketing and sales psychology that really impacts how someone makes a decision to buy. And I used all of that knowledge to just put my program out there and I had people join and, it's just it's just been amazing so that's yeah to, to answer your question yeah, it, has yeah.
0: <laughs> it has been amazing so um tell us a little bit about um the courses that you're
1: running at the moment just for anyone oh lovely interested. pitch opportunity <laughs> hey. um, well okay i have i have two different um like programs or courses that i run and one is for influencers who are um essentially wanting to know how to position themselves as an authority as i alluded to before but also to know how to navigate that brand relationship and like navigate brand opportunities and partnerships right from knowing how to get brands to kind of see you and notice you to them being able to be in a position of knowing how to handle reactive opportunities so when a brand reaches out to you but actually how to be proactive And go after opportunities, Mm. knowing how to close contracts, what to look out for in contracts and just the whole journey Mm. of navigating influencer life and working with brands. Because that's really what it's about, as well as, you know, when you when you do lean into your authority, it's you're actually being able to impact people more. So it's impact and income.
0: So that's the first
1: thing. Influencer game plan is for influencers. And then my program, which is called Influence to Launch, really is for those who are at that stage in their journey where they are infopreneurs and they have been in the influencer content creator game for a while. And they want to know, Mm -hmm. you know, what are the marketing strategies that will help me to stand out in the market, the noise, the oversaturated market, and compel my audience Mm -hmm. to desire to access more of my brilliance, beyond the gram um so that's really what it is so it teaches them how to create and launch their online course masterfully and create a sustainable business out of it yeah yeah, that's fun baby and i love it i love it
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know how much you love it so um why don't you share with us one of your success stories from um
1: from your one of your courses I oh know you lots oh oh that's a good question <laughs> that is a really really good question I mean I, I'll speak to one that's literally manifesting right now and that is um, yeah. one of my clients is a food blogger quite a well-known food blogger and we worked together to piece together what is the food program that she's currently live launching and um, oh. her desire was to leave the corporate world and be able to mm. use this program alongside she's also, you know, also an influencer, but alongside that to be able to bring in what she needs and more on a monthly basis. And she is beyond that. Wow. And so we're just we're just waiting wow. for the end number, really. I mean, she's already beyond that and she has a sustainable framework in place so that this is her bread and butter going forward. Um, and it's just wow. it's, like, it's, it's so Uh, when I really think about it I do get emotional because it's just the impact is just to know that you can help people to just go beyond what they ever thought was possible is honestly what keeps me going it's never it's the money is great I think that that speaks to a business that's running well but if it was just about the money I would have stayed in corporate finance you know so yeah, yeah it's really amazing just to see other people win and know that I was a part of the journey yeah yeah,
0: that's amazing. So um, I guess you kind of alluded to this already, but I wanted to know like sort of what motivates you? Um, you know, it must there must be times as an entrepreneur where it's mm. very tough. Right. Um, what what kind
1: of keeps you going? What keeps me going? I mean, I want to state because I would never not state this, but of course, like the financial stability. and just knowing that you you have to work right if you want to bring anything in you have to work so let's not let's not sugarcoat that's a fact but aside from that you know my journey and you know the peaks and the troughs and especially the troughs you know those and everything I feel along this journey has definitely tried to pull me away from the calling because you know the enemy just tries to step in and make it seem like this surely is not meant to be because it's really tough and so knowing that mm. I'm finally on this track that feels so good and that I've been able to do really well, you know, at least for, at least successfully for a year and longer than a year, yeah. Yeah. I know that I'm called. Yeah. And so now it's, it's actually me answering the calling. So if I have lazy days, I just have to remember, don't take this for granted like this is your calling this is actually what you're meant to be doing and that's for me it's fulfilling purpose so i i just don't feel yeah, like exactly. i can even i can even kind of ignore that um and just yeah, being able definitely. to see the results that the women i'm working with are getting i'm like i'm i'm responsible so it ke- yeah. it keeps me going it really does it really really keeps me going
0: oh that's amazing <laughs> um one of the things that I've been thinking about recently, personally, yeah. um, is how um, how people um, like mm. quick fixes, right? Um, we all try to, you know, we're kind of living in this microwave yeah. generation um, and we kind of want everything mm. instantly. And one of the things that's really struck me about, like, your journey and also just knowing... Um, the type of person you are and even what you said today um with regards to how much research you put into um everything that you've done um and and how people it looks easy from the outset even running this the black career guide in the little way that i'm doing it has been really tough actually i was like oh gosh this instagram is not easy <laughs> kind of yeah. thing um so what is what are your kind of Um, thoughts and um, advice with regards to keeping that kind Mm. of momentum uh, around this area Um, and and also just I'm asking two questions it's kind of the same question Um, but also just you know um, putting the work in and not looking Mm, for quick fixes.
1: (laughs) So on building momentum or like yeah maintaining momentum I'd say... It's important to have, like, a backup plan. I th- well, no, let me think about this. Um, building momentum. I definitely think that you have to, you have to learn to invest in yourself. When you're when you're a student mm. and you're learning so much, I think that it actually helps in slowing things down for you because you put yourself in a position where you learn that quick fixes are not a thing. So forever be in the position of, you know, willingness to learn and be a student because the more you expose yourself Mm. to people who have been there and done that, you will understand that it's a journey and it's a process and listening to their stories definitely will just help for you to understand that you just need to just, you know, it's a level playing field. You need to just ride the journey through. I've definitely, I'm, I'm in rooms, mm. I'm in circles where as much as I want these, you know, I don't know, six figure months or what, what whatever the, the end goals are, I'm also understanding mm. that there's a level of growth required of me and that if that was available to me now, I probably wouldn't even know how to handle it. And so let me handle what I can chew and let me just keep on learning so that <laughs> that will be more accessible to me when the time is right and when I built my business to be able to handle the things that I desire so it's it's, it's easier to understand yeah. that it's not a race and that you can't have it all quickly yeah. when you're in the right rooms with people that will tell you the real deal of how they really got there because I think every, like you said microwave generation but that's because people aren't really keying into people's stories they're just looking at what they see and thinking that it was fast track when it wasn't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely and sorry what was the second part of your question did oh, I no. answer that okay okay you
0: answered it <laughs> thank you <laughs> I, uh, it was that's a very long winded question so I apologize for that everybody um what um what are your kind of next steps what's your career aspirations Ooh, I suppose good your...
1: question Asp- oh my gosh that's a really really good question my career aspirations I think at, at this stage it really is just to help more women I have numbers you know every year as to how many women i want to be able to have impacted and really it's just to be on bigger stages not because i want to earn Mm. more of course i do that's a given but because if i'm on what bigger stages there are more people that can listen to me and hear my story and be inspired to act and not sleep on themselves that's like my that's like my my phrase like quit sleeping on yourself because i think that honestly if i had the knowledge that i have now if I had this a lot earlier on I would have really not had to kind of yeah experience the journey and the rough patches in the way that I have but I'm, I'm understanding that was just what God desired for me <laughs> so that I can use that to, yeah. to speak it's, yeah it's, exactly. it teaches us a
0: lot right yeah and then yeah like you said now you're using it yeah. to influence but the, people,
1: it's just the fact so that I a lot true. of people honestly don't believe in themselves and so I want to be on stages where I can show them that if they have, if they overcome these, these, yeah, these feelings that are actually fickle and that they're not true and then they're not fact that there's so much that's accessible to them. So it is, yeah, just impacting more women, impacting more women. I know that the financial abundance that, that comes as a result of that is there. So I don't worry about that, but it is just get in front of more people and just continue to show yourself in this authoritative light that you are, and own it and run with it, more people are impacted by that when you do.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Um, so you were talking about sleep just then. <laughs> this is such a, a, a terrible segue. But like how, everyone always talks about the entrepreneur and how um, they don't sometimes, especially in the beginning, don't have mm. very much of a work-life balance how do you maintain oh this is good because honestly
1: had you asked me this a couple of weeks ago I would no not even weeks a couple of months ago I'd say I, I pretty much don't but in that short space of time I've just honestly learned that you have to switch off so that you can recharge there's no way around it and we yeah. honestly if we 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 do ourselves a disservice like we end up being so worn out and then the the, the time that we need to recoup is too long and it can really like hurt you so I do not work Mm. evenings anymore like the odd occasion I will but I'm but I'm also Mm -hmm. I don't work weekends and that was hard it was hard and it's easy for me to say now because I've done it all I've done that but honestly I think that I would have fast tracked the journey to get in here had I just taken more time out to actually rest I'd be I would have been better I would have been better for it
0: Because I guess there is that thing about like, oh, grind hard, blah, blah. And and so would you
1: say that that's sort of a myth? Do you know what? Honestly, that hustle and grind life is a result of someone not having access to the information that is there and readily available on how they can achieve the result without having to do that. It exists. It exists. Someone has that information out there on how you can achieve result X without having to do it your way so I think that hustle and grind Mm. is is typically because we're not in rooms where we can learn better and that's been my experience when you're in the right rooms on the right programs on the right courses that can teach you how to you know get the result you're aiming for you'll just start to see that the ways that you were doing it just really weren't sustainable and that someone's done it without having to do that Mm. so that's that's my take on that it's that's really down to us not being in the right rooms or having access to the right knowledge and resources that yeah Yeah, and I guess
0: guess it goes back to what we were saying earlier just about you know yeah um, yeah Yeah. researching
1: right yeah
0: such a power in that um definitely definitely and
1: not relying on Dr Google or Freebie University to get you information that it was never (laughs) intended to
0: or 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 DM in every influencer stop it stop it stop it (laughs) oh god (laughs) would you advise your um 18 year old oh,
1: wow. self what would I advise my 18 year old self
0: maybe just about like mm. the journey right to where you are as a 30 something honestly
1: kid. it would just be that it gets easier it gets it gets easier yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if anyone will take anything from that but I would just say it, it gets easier and start to learn and invest in yourself a lot sooner rather than later don't see investment as a cost it's an investment Mm. um and I did that a lot later Mm. in the journey because of my stingy I'm not stingy I think I'm I'm with is it is it prudent the right word (laughs) um yes that's it exactly and I mean everyone around me and my husband and everyone's grateful for it so I don't see I don't see it as a negative but I definitely (laughs) didn't understand the power of investment and in being a student first yeah. and foremost so yeah it's it's just invest in yourself sooner it might hurt then but you'll be great like you'll be better for it and yeah it takes time it's it's gonna get easier um,
0: so finally um we've spoken a little bit about what it takes to become um an influencer um what would you say your top tips are for somebody who's trying to transition from mm. you know small change um mm-hmm kind of influencing game to being a digital entrepreneur in the way that okay someone like so I think
1: is. the first thing that you need to do is you need to I mean you you probably have gotten yourself proven results but you definitely need to work with people on a more intimate level who you can prove that you can get results because the proof is in the pudding mm-hmm. and so even if it's not like working yeah. with them on a one-to-one basis you know in a sh- like strict way at least having supported someone to be able to get the results that you're about to go out there and tell people that you can get them. Right. Cause it's not enough for you to just have been able yeah. to get yourself results. Do your processes and steps work mm-hmm. for other people. So be able to mm. like make sure that you've got that under your belt. Um, and then the second thing is do not go mm. down that hole of low tickets offers don't make the mistake of of lowballing yourself and that <laughs> really is that and the reason i say it's lowballing it's not lowballing for everybody but for the most part influencers are always in this position where they are haggling not 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 haggling but having to negotiate their worth with brands especially when they start out you're always having to prove your worth and therefore when you now think about becoming a digital entrepreneur the thing that comes more naturally and easily to you is i can't charge a lot for this I can't charge a lot for this. And mm. so you go down that rabbit hole mm. of 27 pound offers, 9.99 eBooks. And unless you are, and I've said this before, a big shot, like macro celebrity influencer with the volume. And unless even aside from having the mm. volume of numbers, unless you want to be like a content engine, that's promoting your particular products every single day, day in and day out, which most most influencers don't want to, then you're not going to make much from that low ticket offer it will dis- it probably will disappoint you because low ticket really is a volumes game and a facebook paid ads game so don't don't do it to yourself don't do it
0: <laughs> hold on um before you move on to the third point um i you've spoken quite openly about how this affects black people mm. disproportionately as a lot of things do
1: um, cause you just talk to that a little bit as influencers right yeah I mean the, the honest yeah. truth is that we're mi- we're a minority we're a minority and when mm. we look at the brands that typically have a budget they're not typically black brands again because black brands are the minority and so you're being approached by brands that are predominantly not catered to you and therefore, when you come on board, mm-hmm. you may not be seen in as as valuable a light as your white counterparts. I'm not saying that this is this is the case, but yeah. it's, it's, it, it is a blanket statement. It's my experience, but it actually holds. There's a lot of weight and truth in it. And there's a lot of conversation around this holding true for so many people. And so, yeah, as a black influencer, I think that unless, again, you really have that following or you've mastered how to position yourself as an authority and stand out um most of the time you you might have a hard time being paid what your white white counterparts are and even if you do know how to you know demand your worth so to speak you're probably not going to have the same inbox as you know someone that isn't black and with opportunities and therefore if you want that sustainable income and something that you can do as your full-time gig for example something's got to give you cannot rely on, I mean, again, there are so many like nuances when working with brands, Um, the, the payout date typically you do not get paid on the spot. You probably get paid net 60, 90 days after you've published the piece of content. Um, So, yeah. And then the, you know, the conversion rate in terms of all the opportunities that come into your inbox versus the ones that are willing to pay you well and not peanuts. That's another conversation entirely. And so definitely, I just feel like as black influencers we need to just savvy up and have something else going for us as well. That's that's what most of the successful yeah. black influencers behind what we see that is what they've got going on. You've got Patricia Bright, she runs real estate business. She has her break platform. You've got Jackie Einor, makeup mm. palettes. There's so much more than Meets the Eye, but the sustainable businesses. Mm. Yeah, you can you can you can literally pick them out. So, yeah. yeah. Wow okay and your third sort of top tip for someone who's aspiring Um, to become a digital one? Yeah go down the online course route it just it honestly just it it makes sense in terms of being able to have an impact and being known for something and it also serves you because it's not low ticket and therefore it brings more in and therefore if it's got a higher ticket you know or higher price point to it then you need less people to help you hit your income goals because you don't have to sell a thousand of yeah. it for you to make a good investment or return on your investment.
0: Yeah, wow. definitely. So, um, <laughs> we do talk, talk to each other, all day, all day, but, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I, I'm going um, oh, to just say you thank, thank you, you so much for sharing your experience. This has been, um, I don't know, there were points in there where I actually. Because got you've a been on the journey, right? I why. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, and so thank you so much um, for sharing your journey, um, for sharing your pearls of wisdom, and um, for taking the thank time. Thank you for having I really me. Very much appreciate. it Thank you for listening to the Black Career Guide podcast. Join us next week for another brand new episode.